Welcome to Building an Eternal Business with Kristen Vance. As a Christian, a wife and mother, a creative entrepreneur, and a top leader of a million-dollar team, Kristen Vance sets out to successfully merge Christian faith with building a lasting business. Join her as she dives deep into leadership, team growth, sales techniques, and foundations of the Christian faith meant to change our mindset from the here and now to an eternal perspective. Let's jump right in with your host, Kristen Vance. Hey, y'all. So on today's episode, we are going to be discussing how to move from senior partner four and senior partner five to senior partner six. Now, this is applicable to my company that I am currently with. Um, So if you hear me reference those titles, um, that is what I am referring to. Senior partner six is halfway through our compensation plan. It basically means that a leader is needing about 7,000 in downline volume, and it does require some leadership development and things of that nature. Um, But I really do think that sometimes the idea of moving to this rank is overcomplicated. So today, if you're feeling stuck at a rank and trying to figure out how do I move to the next one, you are going to find this podcast episode very beneficial in helping you navigate through that. So as always, I would love for you to subscribe. Please leave a five-star review and would love for you to tag me either on Facebook or Instagram and let me know how you benefited from this podcast. God bless. SP6, Senior Partner 6, means you're halfway. You've reached the halfway point of our compensation plan. So the first thing in order to move to that rank, okay? Now this is going to seem like common sense to some of you guys, but you'll be surprised. Not everybody even thinks to make this first step. But in order to move to that next rank, I don't care what it is, You need to know what it takes to get there. So how many of you guys are sitting at SP4 and SP5 and could tell me exactly, like you've got it memorized in the back of your head, exactly what it takes to get to the next rank? What sales volume do you need? What group volume do you need? What kind of structure do you need? If you don't know that, you've got to start there. Okay, if you want something bad enough, you're going to figure out what it takes to get there and then you're going to start to make a plan. So let's talk about this and the big shift to SP6, right? Let's go over that really quick. Is your downline volume now moves to 7,000, all right? And you need two active legs plus two BP3s, which now means you've really got to have some structure start to align. I'm not saying that you're accidentally landing in SP4 and SP5 because it takes work to get there. It takes showing up. It takes hustle. But the difference from moving from 4 or 5 to a 6 is you really start to have to have the structure and you're starting to rely not only on your front line, but your front line's front line and maybe even that front line's front line. You see what I'm saying? So here's what I see happen a lot of times, okay, and Maybe I'm speaking to you. Maybe I'm not. Maybe there will be points in this training that resonate with you. Maybe some will not. But here's what I see a lot from a senior partner four and five. They get to this place. They were able to get to this place a lot based off of their own efforts. And now they're struggling to get the team to duplicate that to get them to the SP6. So what happens, what tends to happen is they go, okay, time for a shift. Time to start 
you know, pull, let's pull back on my personal stuff. And what can I do to motivate my team? How many of you guys have ever asked that question? What can I do to motivate my team? It's probably one of the number one asked questions I get. And you begin to go into this management mode. I've been on several coaching calls. Kristen, I'm so close to SB6. I'm so close to this. What can I get them to do to get me there? And you shift focus. Now listen, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of management. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of motivation, right? But the problem is you go too far that way that you stop working your personal business. You stop growing. You stop building. You built to a place of SP4 and 5, and now you're like, I don't need to build. I need to manage. I've got the structure, right? Oh, my word. I've got exactly what it takes to get SP6, so let me hold on recruiting. You don't maybe intentionally say that, but you put a pause on growing your business, and you go, what can I do to get this team that I currently have to SP6? Am I correct or am I correct? (laughs) Is this resonating with you? And my encouragement to you today is to not make that shift. Now, we're going to talk about ways to help your team, but actually I'm encouraging you to not go into that management mode because what you were doing, what got you to the four and the five, and maybe you can relate this to a different rank, it worked, guys. It worked for you. And so what I encourage you to do is to dive into your personal business times 10. When you're ready to reach that next rank, you hustle times 10. When you're ready to reach a double rank or to maintain, you hustle in your personal business. And you're going to see in here in just a second how this is not only going to help you continue to build, but it's going to inspire your team. So I was on a coaching call the other day. And I have several coaching calls like this. So if you're like, oh, she's talking about me, I may not even be talking about you, okay? But don't feel alone because I have several coaching calls like this. But I was on a specific call um, a few days ago, and it's a person that I've had several coaching calls with, and she's incredible. And she's been in kind of this frustrated state. And, you know, a lot of us have been there. I don't blame her, but she's frustrated because... She's got two very, very strong legs who can take her places, right? We all know a lot of our compensation plan, you need them two strong legs. And she's got two strong legs who could really take her to that next notch. And they've they've done it before. But one of the legs has been struggling for a long time, okay? And struggling, the, the leader's been going through some different seasons of life. And so, you know, that happens, right? Like, Sometimes you have a leader who's hustling, but then they just pop out kid number five or, you know, they've got some kind of personal health issue. That happens in this business. But anyways, all that to say, she was talking and and kind of saying her frustrations about how this leg is not showing up and each month after month, they miss, they miss out. And I said, I finally, I said, can I, can I have a, an honest moment with you? And she said, yes, please. Which I love coachable, hungry, leadable people, right? And I said, can I have this honest moment with you? And of course she was like, yes. And I said, we have spent about eight or nine of our last calls talking about how you can motivate this leg and motivate this leader. And the time we have spent on trying to figure out how to get this leg to a level to amplify everybody, you could have already built another leg. Do you realize that? And this is a person in the beginning who was recruiting and recruiting and recruiting, stopped to manage the team so that they could get to the next level, 
and has not really been building since. And she admitted that. I've been there. We've all been there. Nothing to be ashamed of, right? But she stopped building. But here's the thing, okay? The team that got you to your current rank, put your rank, shout it out right now. Where are you at? The team that got you there is probably not going to be the team that gets you to the next one and the next one and the next one. And it's the honest truth of this industry. All leaders lose leaders. All teams lose people. Do you know that 50% of people do not make it past a year? 90% of people do not make it past 10 years. You will lose people. So even if, even if that leg that you really need to get you there does it, what happens when they fall off in a month? What happens when life gets in the way? You have stopped building. You have stopped working your personal business to focus on getting them there. And all of that is going, you're going to backtrack. And now you're going to be playing catch up and feel like, you know, you just lost a whole bunch, right? And in reality, you should keep building. Now, because you're putting action in your business and because you're stepping it up, not only is that going to continue to help build your team, and maybe one of those people will take you to that next rank, somebody new, but in the process of you hustling and working, you're going to inspire people, and potentially that leg that you wanted to take you there may do it based off of your inspiration and not your motivation. Okay, here's, here's what I mean by that. We like to ask, how do I motivate my team? How many of y'all have ever asked that? The problem is the root of motivation is external, okay? You are going to be exhausted because you are going to constantly be trying to figure out what external measure you can put in place to get your team motivated. So it's going to be like, okay, what incentive can I do this month? What prize? Can I do a drawing and give away a beautiful bracelet? Listen, nothing wrong with motivation. It's needed. Hear me out. But motivation, if that is your driving force to get your team to do what you need them to do, right? You're going to constantly feel overwhelmed and burnt out and exhausted from trying to figure out how to do that. Instead of asking, how can I motivate my team? This is what I want you to do. Now, this is a change in mindset. You ready for this? I want you to ask, how can I inspire my team? I just got the chills, y'all. <laughs> do you even hear a difference in that? How do I motivate my team? How do I inspire my team? Motivating is pushing your team. Come on, guys. You just give them a little shove. If you could just go live one more time. If you could just sell one more rose. If you could just do this. Let's, let's just push you. Inspiring pulls them with you. You're pulling them along. You're not pushing them and saying, hey, go do this. You are pulling them. Yeah, right? I got the chills. It is powerful. So what does that look like? Does that mean you give some brave heart speech every morning? You give that halftime pep talk, let's go. I'm going to inspire you. Listen, that is one way to inspire people. You can absolutely do some charismatic, you know, brave heart speech, but that's not the main way. It's actually not the main way you're going to inspire people. You are going to inspire people by showing up in your business. Let me ask you this. When you guys joined in this industry, did you guys join because somebody inspired you or did you join because somebody motivated you? And maybe it's a little bit of both, but I can pretty much be spot on when I say that most people join because they're inspired by somebody. 
They've watched somebody's journey. They've watched somebody be consistent. They've watched somebody show up. It didn't start by somebody giving some motivational speech and saying, you need to do this. It started with inspiration. And then maybe after that person inspired them and they began to ask questions, the external motivational factors came in like, hey, you know, extra income or here's some amazing things about our comp plan. Here's some perks. So motivation is a key piece, but most of us are putting action based off of inspiration, not the motivation. Do you see what I'm saying? So your job moving, if you want to move from the SP4 and SP5 to get to that SP6, to get those teams to do what quote unquote you need them to do, you do not need to go into management, let me figure out how to motivate them mode. You need to go into game time, hustle, I'm showing up every day and I'm inspiring them mode. Because here's the thing, people are going to match the energy of their leader. I say this all the time. They will either fall just shy of that energy or they will match it, but hardly ever do they go above it. So if you want them to be here on this level scale, then you need to go four steps above them here. If you want your team showing up doing a live, then you don't need to just be doing a live once a month, right? You need to be doing lives more. If you want your team following up and having amazing sales and working on customer follow-ups and customer retention, you need to be doing those things because they're going to pull inspiration from you guys. So the first thing that I really wanted to talk to you guys about is don't fall prey into going to management mode. How do I get my team motivated? Okay. Remember internal is through inspiration. Motivation takes the external factor. So here is what people look for in a leader. They want somebody who is centered. All right, that's actually your biggest way of inspiring people is to be a centered leader. And what I mean by that, you are fully engaged in this business. How many of you guys have ever sat under a leader, okay, or just, it it could relate to this industry or something else, but a, a leader who maybe was inconsistent and wasn't constantly showing up in their personal business, right? But they wanted to tell you what to do, but they weren't necessarily doing that. That doesn't resonate well with a lot of people. So if you want your team to start stepping up, you've got to take it to a whole nother level. Now, how can you help your team though? Because it's not just a matter of like, y'all, I'm going to do my own thing. Y'all pull inspiration from me and good luck to you, right? There are ways to help your team, okay? And here's what I suggest to you. First off, when you first have that person join your team, and maybe you've already missed the mark, and we're going to talk about what to do if you've missed this, so don't feel bad. But when you first have somebody join your team, I highly recommend that you get on the phone with them in 48 hours. 48 hours, because guess what? That's when their momentum is the highest, right? That's when they're excited, they're gun ho they just signed up, let's do this. Get on the phone with them in 48 hours and figure out what are their goals. Maybe they don't even know how to make goals, Right? But you want to look out, you want to be aware of the people who are hungry, who are coachable, and who are leadable, all right? Maybe they don't have the success story yet, all right? Maybe they don't have, you know, experience yet. And I'm not talking about somebody who's very experienced or somebody who has a large following. I'm just talking about the people you see potential in that are hungry for this business to succeed. I want you to write down those people. I want you to keep it a, a list of those people on your team. Now, for you, this may be two people. This may be one person. 
Some of y'all have large teams. This might be 20 people. This might be 200. You may have to break them up. But what I want you to do is I want you to keep an eye out for those people and I want you to begin to pour into them. And it starts by messaging them personally and saying, hey, I, I, I remember when we had that call and we've talked about your goals or maybe you haven't done that yet. Say, hey, I'd like to get on the phone with you talk about your goals. Once you are aware of their goals, I want you to say, hey, I realize this is what you're you're striving towards and I want to help you get there because guess what? I see so much potential in you. A lot of times people are just looking for someone who also believes in them because they don't necessarily believe in themselves just yet. But I'll tell you, if somebody would have came to me early on in this industry, nobody did, by the way, which is okay. I'm not bitter about it. But if somebody would have came to me and they would have said, Kristen, I see so much potential in you. I want to pour into you. Do you know that that would have really lit a fire under me? How many of you guys, if somebody did that to you, you'd be like, all right, let's go. So I want you to first do that. I want you to pour into those people on your team. Maybe they're just, they just joined, but you know, they're going to be amazing. You know, they have a lot of potential. Don't do this with the people who say, hey, they don't want it. Don't try to force it. Don't spend your energy on those people. All right, check on them, be there, meet their needs, meet them right where they're at. But these are not the people I'm talking about. But when you get this group of people, I want you to form some kind of group with them. And this is something we're going to implement next month. I don't know if you guys listen to Bob Helig, but he does WAMS, which is weekly accountability meetings. You could do something like that. This could be weekly coaching calls, whatever it is. But I want you to get a group of people together and I want y'all to meet. Every week, every month, whatever that looks like for you. And I want y'all to talk about your visions. I want you to talk about your wins. I want you to talk about your numbers. And one of the things I loved is I was actually talking to a couple teammates the other day about this idea of these weekly accountability meetings. And one of the things they brought up is you don't share numbers of your team. You share your personal numbers. Because once again, this goes back to we're not in management mode. Your focus is not... 80% on your team and 20% on your personal business. It's the opposite. Your focus is 80% on your personal business, 20% on management. So when you do these accountability meetings, check on them. See how their personal growth is. See how their numbers are. Check in about their vision. Learn their purpose. Learn their why and pour into those teammates, okay? But here's the thing. It's going to take long term. Y'all know that this industry is a marathon, right? Please tell me you know this. This is a marathon, not a sprint. So I understand when you have a leg that is so close to taking you to that SP6, you want nothing more than to hone in on that leg and say, come on, guys, let's do it. Let's get there. But if month after month you're pushing that same leg, you guys, and they don't want it and they're not hungry for it, you're going to be spinning a wheel and you may reach SP6, but it is going to be temporary success. It's short-term success. It's not long-term. It's not sustained. So you've got to keep building. And as you're building, be aware of those golden little nuggets, those teammates who are hungry. And I want you to begin to pour into them. Okay? And this, like I said, if you've got a large team and you've got 30, don't throw 30 in a group chat and say, let's do this. Break them down into small accountability teams and you can check in on each other week after week or whatever that looks like for you, okay? The other thing that I need you guys to do, (laughs) easier said than done, I need you to quit worrying about a title, okay? I need you to quit worrying about your title in this industry. Vulnerable moment here. Y'all ready for this? Do y'all realize 
okay? So I, some of y'all are going to be like, why is she about to admit this? You should not admit this on live. I'm about to admit this. I have a team of over 10,000 people. 10,000. And do y'all realize, maybe some of y'all don't know this. Y'all just assumed I've already done this. Do y'all realize we, I have not, we have not, as a team, we have not hit the top rank in this company yet. We're one away. And you may be thinking, holy smokes, how does she have a team of 10,000 and you guys are not at BI-12? You want to know something? I genuinely do not worry about it. Would I like to hit BI-12? Absolutely. But I have heeded and taken the advice of our CEO who once told me, Kristen, here, we're not worrying about a title. What I want you to pay attention to is your paycheck and your team's paychecks. We're here to make money. We're not here to make a rank. Okay? And a lot of you guys think that rank is going to take you to that next level of income. And that's not necessarily the truth. You've got to know your company's compensation plan. And if you've studied this compensation plan, you build wide. And so my front line, my friends, is about 500 wide. Now, if I would have placed a lot of those people and built legs, you guys, I guarantee we could have hit BI-12 in about three or four months. We would have already done it. But I was like, you know what? I'm confident in her business advice. I'm confident in how she has taught me to maximize this compensation plan. And so I have built wide and I continue to build wide, not worrying about a rank or a title because guess what? If I would have made BI 12 three months ago based off the same team size, my commission would look nothing like it does right now. Hear me when I say that and trust me when I say that. Building wide not only benefits you more financially here in our compensation plan, but you're teaching your team to do the same thing. So yeah, you could maybe say, hey, join with this person and help build them up faster, but you're also teaching them to do the same thing and teaching them to cut their paycheck short. So I have stopped worrying about that because now I've got such a strong, solid, y'all, I can't even tell you how many leaders I have in my front line. I don't count them because there's too many. I have so many leaders in my front line that guess what? If a season of life happens where one can no longer work their business or one has to, you know, postpone it for a little bit, the sky is not falling because I'm going to continue to build. So I need you. Hear me. I know you want that SP6, as Christine calls it, SP money, right? <laughs> Christine and Angela, they call it SP money. I love it. I know you want that SP6. I know you want that $500 bonus. But I need you to stay the course and you need to you need to be in this for the long-term sustained success, not the short-term temporary success. So instead of spending all your energy on trying to get that one leg to do exactly what you need to do, work with them, but your energy needs to be in your personal business to develop more and more and more people. I love it, Angela. SP money, baby. That's right. So I want you to think back when you first joined. What did your content look like? What did your hustle look like? What were the things that you were doing? Because a lot of you guys were recruiting fools when we first joined and you've been so caught up in management and team mode that you really haven't recruited many since. So I want you to go back. SP4s, SP5s, 
I want you to go back. This goes for everybody, but I want you to go back to those beginning months because I was on the phone with an awesome teammate today and we were talking and one of the things she said that really stuck with me, she said, you know, the field creates the momentum. A company obviously needs to, you know, stay the course and do good things and make good decisions. But ultimately, the field is the driving momentum in the success of a company. So if you stop talking about it because you're going to go into management mode, you're teaching your team to do the same thing. And before you know it, nobody's talking or pitching an opportunity to people anymore. There's no growth happening. So I want you to go back to what you were doing And even times that times 10, if you're hungry and you want the hustle and you're wanting that rank, and I want you to pour in your personal business, and I promise you, your team is going to pull more inspiration from that than you saying, hey guys, I've got a 30-day challenge I want you to try to do. It's going to amp your business. Now, I don't have time to do this because I'm over here managing and doing all these coaching calls, but you guys go do it and you're going to benefit from it. And then you wonder why your team's not actually doing it. Okay, so that is my biggest piece of advice. Quit worrying about the title. Go into your personal business times 10. Find those golden nuggets, those people with a lot of potential, and I want you to send them a message. Do this within about 24 hours of hearing this training. And I want you to go send them a message saying, hey, I see this potential in you. Let's form an accountability group and let's check on each other week after week. And then the last thing, This goes for everybody, but you know I'm specifically talking to my fours and my fives because remember in the beginning we talked about what it takes to get there. And to get to six takes a little bit different effort, right? I need you to believe and have the mindset that you can and you will be and you are a senior partner six or an executive partner seven or a brand influencer 12, whatever that rank is for you. You need to believe that you can do it. If you have gotten to this point and you're like, hey, Kristen, I'll be honest, I kind of accidentally landed here. My enthusiasm got me a few teammates and those people happened to get active at the same time we had the volume and I landed at four, but I can't do it again because I don't really have the team and I don't know how to lead them. I need you to start to believe that you can lead them that you will lead them, that you are capable of being a senior partner six or an executive in this company. Every single one of you have the potential to do it. But if you do not get the mindset that you are a leader, if you do not get the mindset that I can reach SP6 and you stop comparing yourself to everybody else and you start to believe that you can do it, that's where it starts. So I want you guys to take on the mindset. I'm a senior partner six. I will be a senior partner six. I'm going to hone in on my personal business. I'm going to keep an eye out for those people with the potential. And I'm going to keep on trucking because I'm here for the long haul. And I acknowledge that the title is just a title. And I care more about the financial impact on my family, the financial impact that my team is going to have. And I'm going to trust the process. Y'all know, as I would say, if you've been watching my videos for long enough, I used to say this when it came to putting on makeup. You got to trust the process because sometimes it's scary. I'm saying this when it comes to ranking. You need to trust the process, trust yourself, and believe in yourself. And I promise with the hustle, the heart, you guys are going to get it. It's going to organically happen, but not if you go into management mode.
You've got to keep on working your business. So I hope this benefited you guys. I encourage you to get with some people who have big vision, come up with a plan, find those people to put in accountability groups and just get to work, my friends, because it will happen. You are going big places and I believe in you. So I hope you found benefit from this live and I will talk to you guys soon.